Hello, welcome to Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday, where all your questions for your primary care doctor are answered. Our goal is to help our listeners make their wellness a priority and live out long, enjoyable, and fulfilling lives. All right, we are on. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday. I have a treat for you. We're going to be talking all about um, keeping the elderly safe in their homes and preventing falls. I have a special guest today, Dr. Tamayo, and so she's going to be talking all about that with us today. So before we get into all that goodness, I'm going to start with introductions. So for those that don't know me, I'm Dr. Uday. I'm a board-certified family medicine physician. I'm based in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Um, I own a primary care practice, namely Apple Valley Family Medicine, and I also own an aesthetic practice. And my goal is to have my patients not only feeling good, but looking good. All right, guys, let's get right into it. So um, Dr. Tamayo, her full name is Nina Camela Tamayo. Um, she's here with us today, so I'm going to give you um, some information about her. She's a board-certified physiatrist. That's another way of saying a physical medicine physician. Um, and she's the CEO of Prime Directives PNR LLC and the Chief Clinical Officer of Priv AI. She is deeply interested in improving processes across the rehabilitation spectrum and has utilized her experience um, and background in program development to build neuro rehabilitation services in both SNF and IPR settings. Dr. Tamayo, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. Yes, it is. All right, so let's get right into it. So my first question for you is, what are the issues that you find surrounding um, falls and just keeping the elderly um, um, so the, the question is, um, you know, what are the issues that we find in falls and uh, keeping the elderly safe? So, yeah. um, you know, I think the first thing that I wanted to start with was really discussing, you know, who gets affected by falls mostly? What are sort of the statistics behind that? Um, and, you know, why is it so important to talk about fall prevention, especially for, you know, our elderly? Um, so first things first, uh, it's interesting because having done some research behind falls, there's actually no gold standard definition for falls. Um, and it can include an unexpected or an unintentional event, a slip or a trip leading to a loss of balance. Um, but the, all the different definitions, even though they're so varied, um, all of them really end up with somebody falling to the floor or to the ground. So that's very important to kind of, you know, keep in mind. Um, and as far as you know, who actually gets affected most by falls, it's really our elderly. We have about 56 million adults aged 65 and older, um, and that's accounting for about 17% of the nation's population. And as we know, our baby boomers are, are exploding right now. So we have a lot of them. And unfortunately, about 30% of those older adults actually report a fall uh, in the preceding 12 months. Uh, and that's actually a 2014 um, statistic, but it's it's actually higher now because there are so many more of our elderly, my parents obviously, and are, are already in that you know age group. So this is something that I worry about all the time. 
um, and the population of people that I take care of. Um, for example, some of the sequelae or the consequences of falls um, I take care of. So um, in rehab, we see a lot of broken bones, lots of broken hips, um, and of course, traumatic brain injuries um, and some spinal cord injuries, especially you know if they have that sort of extensive um, or extended uh, injury. Um, mm -hmm. If they hit their head and they have that extension um, injury, it can result in spinal cord injury. So um, it's a lot of what what I see, and that's why I'm so passionate about it. And I'm so you know it's so important to talk about. Um, so I think you know those are like the really big issues. Is that yes, it's it's um, it's very common uh, in in older adults. Um, I think that you know there's very serious sequelae that we kind of deal with, and so it's something that we want to prevent. And as we always say, prevention is always better than the cure. Um, but I think the other issue, and this is more maybe a psychosocial issue of this particular generation, um, oftentimes, you know, we find that falls are underreported. Mm -hmm. um, and whether that's because of the, you know, various definitions of falls, or, you know, maybe it's something that we as clinicians fail to ask, our patients specifically, you know, like how do they fall? What is their definition of falls? What is their percep perception of their risk of falling? Um, I think that, you know, a lot of our patients, uh, especially that age group, will just tell you, oh, we're fine. We're mm -hmm. okay. Um, there's nothing wrong with us. You know, we can handle it. Uh, and and they, they don't often share that information. So I think, you know, highlighting it is is very important, um, you know, and, and talking about like the tips to prevent it is yeah. very important. So. so my next question would be, how do you do a home evaluation, if you will, to assess? Yeah, that's that's great. Um, so I think uh, this is something that uh, physical medicine and rehab um, uh, physicians, as well as our, our um, uh, comrades in therapy, our physical therapists, our occupational therapists, uh, we're very familiar with. Uh, we do this almost on a daily basis. Um, so a home evaluation, oftentimes it's, it's done by a therapist um, or, or oftentimes too, if you're, you don't have access to a therapist, there are people out in the community who can come into your home, uh, usually through the Department of Successful Aging. Um, I know most counties have um, something attached uh, that a service that's attached where an individual who is certified in doing home evaluations can come to your home. Um, but I think the plus side of having a clinician, especially a physical therapist or occupational therapist, um, go into your home and do the evaluation, they can also evaluate you as an individual and how you function in the home. Uh, so it's a little bit more comprehensive. Uh, in terms of uh, identifying what that individual's needs are. So um, with a home evaluation, uh, basically, you know, you have an individual coming into the house, uh, looking at every single room that you primarily use uh, and assess it for safety. Um, so safety is really the most important thing. Um, and so the other aspect of that is, so fall prevention is sort of, um, incorporated into the home evaluation already. But the other aspect of a home ev evaluation that we find is very important is accessibility. Uh, so again, if a clinician is the one who is assessing your home, they can take a look at you and say, okay, um, let's say you had uh, an 80 year old female who just had a recent fall. Uh, then they can uh, uh, evaluate the home for you know what kind of accessible 
um, products they might need. For example, grab bars. Um, perhaps they might need a raised toilet. Um, perhaps they might need a, um, a transfer tub bench. Um, or let's say they are having difficulty with getting into their bed. Uh, so they might assess to see, okay, well, your bed might need handrails or you know the, the bed railings um, that you can actually um, buy nowadays. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a lot more comprehensive and really takes a look at an individual's function, specifically their activities of daily living um, and their IADL, so their independent activities of daily living, um, and see how, you know, they can uh, adjust the home and modify it to de-riskify the home. So decrease your, your fall risk and make it more accessible for you. So that's how a home evaluation goes about Awesome. So I was going to ask, um, when is it indicated as far as home evaluation? And is it something um, that insurance pays for? Like when, when can I, you know, as, you know, a primary care physician say, hey, you know, put a referral in to get a home evaluation, just so we kind of understand when we can do that. And then does insurance, like what scenarios does it, you know, get paid for, like through insurance and things like that? I think that's a great question. Um, so when, at least from my experience, if it's a physical therapist or an occupational therapist who does it, and usually this occurs uh, in an um, uh, like a home care setting, if they're receiving home care, um, it's usually already covered by insurance. So, you know, if they already get the service for home care, um, the physical therapist and occupational therapist usually already do a home eval uh, during the initial evaluation. Um, so as, as far as let's say you are, you know, maybe you're, you're a healthy, um, uh, elderly adult, and maybe you're just interested to see, you know, what other modifications you want to make as you're about to age, or as you're kind of starting that process in, in a way we're all sort of aging. Right. Um, and, and so, you know, let's say you, you want to have somebody take a look at your house, just to assess it for safety and to assess if there are any other um, products you might need. Uh, the, the county oftentimes will, um, for example, here in Ohio, uh, I know certain counties will offer that service for free, um, depending on how much you actually make. Um, you know, if you make, uh, I'm not quite sure what the um, cutoff here is. Um, I wanna say it's about 20,000, I may be wrong, but um, I, after speaking to the maximum accessible housing of Ohio, I want to say it's around there. Um, if you make more than that, it's like 50 bucks. Um, if you make under that, it's free. Um, and as far as when, um, truthfully, as a rehab doctor, I would say the earlier, the better. Okay. Uh, but I think we have to take a look at those who are at most risk for falls. So obviously, um, anybody who's age 65 or older should get a, a home evaluation. Um, anybody who has, you know, um, uh, a predisposing uh, conditions. So for example, if you have lower extremity weakness, uh, mm -hmm. if you have difficulties with walking or balance, if you have foot pain, um, and uh, if you have vision problems, or if you're even taking a lot of medications that make you um, sleepy or dizzy, so it predisposes you to a fall, um, these are all individuals who should get a home evaluation to ensure that their home is safe. Oh, that's a really, really good answer. Thank you. So um, I guess this is this is what people are, are definitely waiting for. So what tips would you give in general, actionable steps that people um, can take at home, especially for the elderly to keep their home safe? 
and prevent falls. Right. So I think my first um, big tip is to ensure and make sure that you're following up with your primary care physician on a regular basis. Um, and part of that is, you know, being honest about your health risk for falls and um, not being afraid to tell your doctor what's really going on. I think there's um, a sense of, you know, maybe a fear or, you know, sort of that loss of independence if they start talking about this. But, you know, our job as physicians, and especially, you know, my job as a rehab doctor is to try to keep you in your home um, as, as long as possible and as safe as possible. So I think educating people on what is available out there in terms of products to keep them in their home for as long as possible is really important. But we won't be able to educate you unless you know, you're know you actually honest about what's going on with you. Uh, so I think that's first and foremost. Um, secondly, part of that is you know have a visual exam each year. You know, as we grow older, uh, that d definitely changes. Um, and also as part of your visit, either you know, with your primary care physicians or your uh, specialist physicians, um, review your medications. Uh, go over you know, what medications, even over-the-counter medications that can cause sleepiness, dizziness, low blood pressure. Um, vitamin D is, has been uh, known to affect you know, our muscles. So having your vitamin D uh, levels checked is also very important. And if you're low, consider supplementing your diet and, and get your 15, 20 minutes a, a day of sun is always very important to keep your, um, your vitamin D levels in check. Um, also engaging in exercise. So as I said, anybody who's got lower extremity weakness, um, balance or coordination issues, you know, exercise is so, so important to improve your balance and strength. Um, so our individuals with diabetes, especially, or even obesity, um, you know, these are uh, individuals that should really take that seriously. Uh, and also to, you know, just not just to be healthy, but also to improve your um, coordination, your balance and your strength so that you can prevent falls. Um, you know, some of the more common sense things like in terms of uh, being in your home, um, avoiding going barefoot or wearing flimsy slippers. Uh, some of the advice will, will just tell you to avoid slippers, but I live in an all Asian, all Filipino household and we don't wear shoes in the house. So what I always say is while shoes are preferable, if you are a slipper based household, like my family is, just make sure that your slippers have a good grip. Um, wear shoes and socks both in and outside of the house, you know, and if your socks should have good grip as well. Uh, and then I think a last, uh, last couple of, uh, you know, pieces of advice. Um, having an alarm device, especially for the elderly on your person, um, is really important so that they can call, you know, for emergencies, or if you don't have, um, you know, if you don't have anything like a cell phone that you can just put around your neck or put in your pocket with you at all times, uh, place one phone near the floor in case of a fall. Uh, mm. So I think that's really important, you know, just having that sort of um, emergency phone uh, nearby. And also, you know, any emergency phone number should be printed near each phone. So have it on your cell phone, have it on, you know, uh, your your extra phone on like near the floor around the house. Um, and as I said, you know, like getting a home evaluation is really important. Um, so I think those are like my top tips to, you know, prevent falls at home. That is amazing. That is a really nice list. Thank you so much. So we are going to switch gears here. It's going to be um, just a few questions and it's going to be more about you. So I always ask oh. 
Why do you do what you do, Doc? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, so I was one of those uh, medical students that couldn't decide. I literally ran through the gamut from internal oh. medicine to psych to surgery. You know, I, I really couldn't decide. But I think when it came down to it, one of the reasons why I love physical medicine and rehab is I, I get to actually see my patients get better. Um, I see them, you know, functionally improve, especially in the hospital. Um, and, and there's such a varied um, set of subspecialties within PM&R. So I never get bored. You know, I, I have the ability to, to do pain management. I can do spinal cord injury. I can do neuro rehab. Strokes run in my family. So it's a very near and dear um, a diagnosis uh, to, my, to me. And so I love taking care of stroke patients. I love taking care of Parkinson's patients. But I think the, the biggest thing about physical medicine and rehab is that we are the doctors that bring functionality back to our patients. Mm -hmm. So we can try to help them and get them back to, um, or as close to you know, their, their baseline prior to any injury or trauma. And that is extremely gratifying. So yeah, that's why I do what I do. <laughs> Definitely well needed service. And we're so glad that you're doing what you do. So let's see. And then one more question, which is it kind mm -hmm. of um, throws a wrench into it. So I always, I, I've started asking people, what would you tell your younger self, um, your 20 year old self after all the experiences that you've had? Ooh, um, <laughs> you know, I think, uh, oh, that is such a great question. Um, I, I, I want to say, trust your gut, you know, trust, trust your gut. Um, you know, your gut tells you when something's not quite right and, you know, try not to justify what you may be seeing, even though you feel that something's not quite right. Uh, I feel like I would have made some better decisions in life if I had done that. But I think overall in my career, that's what I've done. So I, I feel like, um, you know, that's, that's a, a great reminder to my younger self and to, sort of keep my dreams in focus because I think there's, especially when we're younger, we're very um, impressionable or, you know, we might be uh, influenced by, you know, family or societal um, pressures. Uh, but I think keeping in mind, like what you really love to do is so important. And, you know, it's okay if you don't figure it out, like at 18, 19, 20, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I think I really started to shape what I wanted to do in my life in my early 30s. Um, and so that's okay. You know, people don't tell, tell that to you. You know, they're like, you know, you got to figure things out. You have to do this. You have to do that. And I was like, but I don't want to do that. So I sort of had a circuitous route to where I am today. But I can say that I am probably the happiest I've ever been because I realize I'm doing the things that I really love doing. So. Yeah, that's my, I guess that's three pieces of advice. <laughs> that's awesome. That's why I ask it because, you know, there are um, varying ages that I'm listening to this and it's mm -hmm. somebody in that position. So guys, trust yourself. You'll figure it out. All mm -hmm. right. I think we have come to the end of this. This was amazing. This was so good. Thank you so much, Dr. Maya. I'm going to go back to my notes because I was kind of scribbling while you were talking. Um, so the last question I usually ask, where can people find you? Oh, where can people find me? Uh, you mean like on social media or um, just so anywhere? 
people, yeah, if they want to connect with you, if they want to find out more information, any of that, where you, where people look you up? Well, my um, private practice is actually in Cleveland, Ohio. So my private practice is called Prime Directives PM&R. Um, I primarily work in skilled nursing facilities um, here in the Cleveland Akron um, area and also doing long-term acute care um, hospitals. Uh, we're actually in the process of uh, opening up our own brick and mortar space. So I'm super excited about that. Hopefully uh, we're, we're just uh, getting our um, last minute or negotiations with contracts uh, for a space in uh, Beechwood, Ohio. So if anybody's in the area, um, look for Prime Directives, PM&R in Beechwood, Ohio. Um, otherwise, virtually. So I also work for a company called Prev AI. Um, and hopefully we'll have a chance to talk more about what we do there, but it's very much associated with doing home evaluations. Um, you can go to our website and, and actually we are looking to build our team. So if you're interested as a physical therapist, occupational therapist to join Prev and uh, you know to do home evaluations with us, come join us. We do have a patient waiting list as well. So if you're interested in getting a home evaluation, check our website out, get on that mailing list so we can um, you know, get you started with our services. Uh, so I think those are the two primary ways, but I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, my name is a little bit hard because it has a little Enya on my first name, uh, but there's not many Nina Carmela Tamayos out there. So I'm sure you will find me, um, but yeah. So I'm, I'm on uh, social media through LinkedIn. Love it. Thank you so much, Dr. Tamayo. This was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. <laughs> be doing it again. So you're good. you guys are going to be seeing some more topics coming up. So for the rest of you guys, thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you looking for a quality primary care physician, give us a call at um, Apple Valley Family Medicine. Our number is 304-350-1087. Uh, and you can find us online at www.applevalleyfamilymed.com. So you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And thanks again, Dr. Tamar. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and include a review. Don't forget, you're worth it, and your health is our priority. Tune in for another episode next week, and have a great rest of your week.